Man, I just have so many dope women in my life, bro. Great friends, colleagues. I got so many dope women in my life. I, I'm, I'm gonna challenge everyone that's listening here. Before the month is out and even beyond March and, and Women's History Month, take some time in the next couple days to show your love and your appreciation for those women whose care and love and knowledge and patience and wisdom have shaped and, and guided your lives. Um, text them, call them, you know, post them, do, it, do whatever. Just, you know, give them their flowers. Let them know. Let them know they're appreciated. Let them know they poured into you um, and, and pour back into them. It's my time. What's good, good people, wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, I am Merck, and this is Gaslit. To all my first-time listeners and viewers, welcome to Gaslit. I appreciate you pulling up on me. For all my old heads, y'all already know what it is. Thank you for staying locked in. All right, man. So, look, it's been a crazy week. Um... Unfortunately, Bama basketball, both the men and the women's team lost since the last time we checked in. So, you know, that's a bit of a bummer. I was really hoping this was going to be, you know, all the stars aligned and this is going to be the year, you know, we pulled through, got to the final four and had a shot at a championship on the men's side. But, you know, what can you do um, with that? Of course, all of my brackets are shot, um, but Unless you're a team of you know fan of a, one of these these smaller schools or an alumni um, or a student of one of those smaller schools, pretty much everybody bracket shot. So I don't feel too bad. You know, at least we all out here together. On the bright side, the LSU women's basketball team has advanced to the Final Four. The women's Final Four is here in Dallas, so you know I'm pulling up on my girls. Got to cheer them all. Hopefully we can pull the championship down. And it's literally, literally going to be a parade in my city. Yeah. I had to do it. That was lame. I had to do it. But nah, legit. Like, it's 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 uh, it's going to be a good time. I think it's going to be crazy. I'm going to get into it a little bit more when we talk about women's basketball, women's sports. I'm a little bit later on in the pod in this episode. But yeah, man. Um... It's gonna be crazy. What else? What else? Uh, oh, I uh, I went to a circus center uh, this this past Sunday and um, uh, did the trapeze. I guess you you do the trapeze. I don't know what's the applicable verb there, but um, did the trapeze. If y'all follow me on socials, y'all saw me up there getting my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get my acrobat on my my Robin. You know from Batman on. And um, yeah, it was cool. It was a vibe. I'm still like hella sore. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the people that do that. Um, it's it's it, it definitely puts some work on your body, on your arms, your shoulders. 
and your core. But um, it was fun. Would I do it again? Eh, probably not. But definitely, I, I'm you know one of them kind of folks. I'll do anything, try anything once. So it was definitely a fun experience. Glad I went. All right. Let's lock in. All right. Now, as you guys know, uh, moving on to this next segment that we call That's Lit, where we highlight a person, an organization, a business, an initiative that's doing some dope stuff. Um, so in honor of Women's History Month, as we're closing it out this March, I want to give a special, special shout out to all the women who have followed listened, watched, participated, and supported me all the way back to my blog day. So if you come on an episode, if we had a conversation, if you've commented, subscribed, followed, listened, whatever, any way you've engaged with any content that I've created, you know, over the years, shout out to you. You're the realest. And I appreciate all you guys so deeply. Uh, secondly, I want to show my appreciation more generally um, and encourage all of the women out there who are holding down households, uh, who are growing and, and, and crushing it in their careers and businesses, all the women who are holding down their partners, being mothers to children, um, man, all the women that are in school, just trying to better themselves, even the ones that just, you know, you out here and you're just trying to figure it out right now. I want you to know that I love you. I support you. Uh, your very existence is an absolute defiance of everything that is sought to keep you down. So keep fucking going. I love y'all. Let's get it. All right. On to my next segment. I think it's my favorite segment. Straight gas. Well, we jump into and I share some quick takes on uh, some topics or things that are going on uh, in media, on social media, in pop culture, music, entertainment, sports across the board. And in tow, in trend, um, I want to talk about the state of women's sports, particularly that of women's basketball, both on the professional and collegiate level. I'm telling y'all, like, I... Cannot think of a time in my life where the women's women's sports, particularly women's basketball, has had more momentum than they do right now. Um, I've always been a, a fan and a patron of women's sports. I had the privilege of being indoctrinated into women's sports, into women's basketball, because I went to like a girls' basketball powerhouse back in Alabama, uh, Ramsey Rams on the city southern border. All the real ones know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we won, like, four straight state championships. Um, I think, like, my, my junior, senior year, and then they won, like, a couple more after I left. So, you know, my love and appreciation for women's sports, particularly women's basketball, started there. So I've been a regular um, attendee and supporter of the women's game, both at the professional and collegiate level. And um, particularly the WNBA has been going crazy since his rebranding and repositioning a couple years ago. Um, but I, e even more so than WNBA, I really think that women's college basketball is re has really been the incubator for women's basketball as a whole. And it's it's I think we're at a point now where this year with this Final Four. 
we legit have some bona fide stars in women's college basketball. And, you know, by 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 so much fortune for the sport, um, this the final four that we're having here is gonna feature um three of the biggest names, um, you know, in women's basketball, if not the three biggest names. And over the last few months, probably two of the most talked about polarizing names in basketball, period. I, I genuinely believe the women's Final Four, the women's tournament has had more stars than the men's tournament. And so far, the numbers have shown that the interest, the viewership has been crazy for the women's sport. So, um, you know, we got... Uh, Got Kaylin Clark out of Iowa. If y'all don't know, check it out. She a dog. She can shoot it from anywhere on the court. Um, handles nice. Core vision nice. She a triple-double machine. She just dropped 40, 10, and 12 to advance her team to the Final Four. She's a dog. Uh, they're lined up against South Carolina, led by the incomparable Don Staley. If you don't know who Don Staley is, please please fall off the face of the earth. Um, that defense, South Carolina's undefeated number one team in the country, reigning national champions. I think that game has the potential to be the biggest game of the tournament, men or women's side. It has all the buildup. It has the star power. It has the, 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 the star level acumen. It's going to be the game of the year. I can't wait. It's the matchup that everyone who's been, you know, watching and, and, and keeping note of women's basketball. This is what we wanted all season. This one right here. And we're finally going to get it. I can't wait. On the other side, you know, we got Virginia. And, you know, Virginia's number one seed coming in. Highly touted. Great team. Plays great team basketball. Wonderful defensive team, great offensive team, but they coming coming in against them Lady Tigers um, with the Bayou Barbie herself, Mrs. Polarization, <laughs> Angel Reese. Um, she played ball like I believe you're supposed to play, play ball. She a dog. Um, I can't wait to see them take the court against Virginia. I, I'm hoping I can get a South Carolina LSU All-SEC National Championship um, I think that'd be great for the sport to put these stars and these names um, and, and, and continue this momentum, man. I think this is a really, really wonderful moment um, for uh, women's basketball. And and I can't wait. I can't wait, y'all. Um, make sure y'all lock in, support the game, um, su support this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of basketball, including the men's tournament. But I'm locked in with the women, and I'm pulling for them Tigers. You heard me? Yeah. All right, next I want to talk about this whole Lamar Jackson situation. Um, for those of y'all who are unaware, Lamar Jackson um, is uh, the currently <laughs> currently the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, he's a dog, former MVP, hell of a player, great quarterback, great feet, you know. Um, and he's been in an ongoing dispute with his team around uh, – his second contract. Now, for those of y'all don't know, kind of understand the climate there. When you're a star quarterback, you've won an MVP. You've had some success. When it's contract time and you're a franchise guy, teams usually don't 
wait. They don't they don't play around with getting you paid, right? Lamar want the bag, the big bag. He want the biggest bag. Um, as news has kind of come out. And the team's just been unwilling to pay him. Um, so it's been just an ongoing back and forth. Um, he he has his mom as his representation, though, so he doesn't have um, a traditional seasoned experienced agent kind of leading this. And a lot of people think that it's kind of played into why they haven't gotten a deal done. There's been so much contention and back and forth, and they're really just at a standstill now. Um, but I don't want to necessarily get too much into the weeds of that situation because I do think it's ongoing. But I do want to talk about something about the situation I think we all can kind of consider and apply in our own lives. And it's making sure that you put the right people around you, that you put good people around you who know what they're doing, who are experiencing the things that they're doing, who can amplify you, and in turn, you can do the same back for them. You know, this this whole conversation with them having an agent or not, um, I you know, I don't I don't really, you know, if he wants his mom to represent him um as his primary representation, I ain't got no beef with that. But it's <sighs> everything around Lamar that I've seen more recently is just it's just it's just not a good look, you know, the not having a professional experienced agent. Um, if you go to like his website, it's like a basic shell, like Wix, uh, Squarespace template. He's using like a Gmail, um, a Gmail email address for his contact information. It, it, the, the, just the whole situation just comes off unpolished. Uh, amateur and frankly a little bit unprofessional um and like i said I, I again i'm not on the the side of the argument where it's like oh he needs to have an experienced agent or anything you know do do your thing i hope you get your bread but um i, I think of experience and professionalism um as being two mutually exclusive things and right now like i said it just seems like he doesn't have either now for us and what we can kind of apply this situation is, again, I'm a firm believer in being very intentional about the people you put around you. That's in business. Um, that's in your personal life. That's in your relationships, your friendships, whatever the case it is. Um, the people around you and the people that you place around you not only say a lot about you, it can also tell you a lot about where you are in your life and where you may be going. Um, I've always really, really been intentional about the people who I bring into my close circle. Um, if you are one of my people, you serve a, a very specific purpose in my life. And I don't want this to come off sounding transactional because it's not. Um, I want good people around me who have my best interest at heart because I carry that same energy with them um, almost to a fault sometimes. I want to see my people around me win, but I also want to make sure that the people who are in my spaces contribute positively to my life. So if it's friends, I want people that's on the same time with me, carry the same energy with me, who are thoughtful and kind and considerate and have opinions um, and have thoughts uh, that, it, that they don't mind sharing and, and are open to other people's perspectives and um, are, you know, kind of transparent in the things that they experience, because I really think that 
adds um you know some 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 meat and some levity and some seriousness to relationships you know even with all the light the having fun the going out kicking it all that kind of stuff that's absolutely a part of it um and you know you may have friends you know who serve certain purposes in your life and but being able to identify that and knowing who can do what who you can trust with what who's on what kind of time um will will set you up you know, to to always be in the best situation and to you know make sure your friends are in the best situation as well. And business is the same philosophy. If, you know, w- with my company, um, if if I'm placing people in position, if I'm hiring people, if I'm contracting people out, I want to bring in folks who know what they're doing, one. And if they're in a specific discipline or have a specific skill that I need them to kind of serve, I want to make sure that they know more about that than I do. Um, I'm I'm a huge, 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 huge advocate of putting people around you and putting people in positions that can elevate you, um, whether that's directly or indirectly. Um, and 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 it, and it just seems as though, and again, this is this is all uh, just speculation, just what I'm seeing from my end. It seems as though he, you know, Lamar Jackson in the situation doesn't have all the right people necessarily sitting in the right seats. You know, it's a kind of a, a, a HR and kind of personnel, uh, let's say like putting, you know, making sure everyone's got on, you know, on the right seat in the bus, on the bus. And uh, it just seems like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not succinct. It's not crisp. Um, you know, to you know, when you look at someone, you know, like LeBron James and and his team, Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, um, that's a machine. They they you know, LeBron put those people, his his partners in position. Um, they maximize that position. Um, LeBron used his celebrity and his talent to elevate them. And now that they're in their disciplines, they're using their skills and their relationship and their knowledge to elevate themselves and elevate his brand. And I think that's that's you know probably one of the most beautiful. Um, you know, examples of how this can work. And, you know, I'm proud of my friend group. I'm I'm part of my, you know, professional friend group and my personal friend group. Um, it 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 really has shown over the years the intentionality, the people that you, you know, keep around you and that you continue to support and be there for them too. Again, this isn't transactional. I'm not, it's not tit for tat. It's about having genuine people who know what they're doing, whether it's knowing what they're doing in business or just knowing what they're doing with you, knowing what they're doing with themselves in your life and being able to have that balance where you can lean on each other and and lean on someone's expertise and experience to help you see through something that you may not be able to see. And I I think that's something uh, that that situation is lacking. But, you know, um, I hope bro gets his money. Um, He's a hell of a player. Um, Always for the black man getting paid. Please, I'm always for the black man and the black woman getting paid Um, because he's definitely earned it on the field. um, And I hope whenever, you know, whether he gets all the money that he wants or not, whether it's in Baltimore or not, um, I hope he, you know, takes lesson from this situation, um, you know, positively and negatively um, so that you can kind of apply that experience as you kind of move along. And hopefully he'll be better off for it. And, you know, I encourage you guys to kind of do the same, um, you know, Take take a look at who's around you, who moving right, who moving wrong, uh, whether that's you know professionally or personally. And if you got to make adjustments, you got to make adjustments. We only get one of these, you know, <laughs> as far as we know. So just make sure you putting yourself in a in a healthy 
productive situations in your personal relationships as well as in your business and professional relationships for sure. All right, on to the main topic of this episode. It's time to get lit. And the title is, It Was Always a Black Woman. So again, as we're coming up on the close of Women's History Month, uh, where we you know, show intentionality in highlighting the stories and experiences and contributions and accomplishments of women uh, in my life. And this is something that I say and share all the time. For me, it was always a woman, uh, specifically a black woman. You know, whenever I was down, uh, whenever I was up, uh, needed love, encouragement, uh, support, guidance, um, an opportunity, uh, just someone to believe in me. Uh, it was it was almost always a woman. Um, so you know, with with that note, uh, I want to just take this time to highlight a few of those women over the course of my life. And and as I was kind of thinking about this, um, I realized that a lot of them were like teachers um, and stewards uh, who, you know. Didn't you know we we know what teachers get paid, um, and 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 what a challenge it is for teachers, and I think back about what some of these incredible women poured into my life. Um, it's it's truly remarkable, and I, and I know so many of their students probably share the same stories. Um, some of them are you know some of these women are are still with us, um, and you know some of them have passed on. I've I've been you know thankful and fortunate that the vast majority um, of the women that I'm getting ready to mention I have had the, the opportunity to give them their flowers in person, um, and and to those that I wasn't able to, um, I still very much carry their words, their encouragement, their spirit with me, um, and and anything that I accomplish, anything that I have, anything that I attain, anything that I give and share to anyone else. Um, it's always in in tribute and in honor um, of their legacies, um, and and I'm, I'm I feel incredibly blessed and and fortunate to be able to um, carry on the legacy of some of these amazing women. So, um, I want to off rip shout out my grandma, um, you know, rest in peace, rest in power, uh, and my mom. Um, they were my first superheroes. Uh, I, I can I can tell you guys stories for days about you know my my grandma and and all this, the the things she's kind of imparted upon me over the years. If you around me, y'all know I I quote my grandma all the time. You know she I, I literally am her <laughs> twin. I, I do some of the same stuff. I move the same ways. Um, it's 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 the old man in me, and and I, and I got that from her. Uh, my mom, my mom, my dog. Uh, you know, we have we me and my mama went through it, boy. We we didn't came through some stuff. So, um, to see her where she's at, she she got married last year, um, and and she's like genuinely happy in her life. Um, and and considering what we've come through, what we had to endure over the years, I'm just so incredibly happy that she's getting the opportunity to experience a level of joy, and I can help contribute um to to that joy and 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 further the enjoyment of her life and that just makes me uh tremendously happy to be able to do that so it's got off rip start off with those two but now you know i, I want to 
get into some other folks. I want to shout out my elementary school, like my my kindergarten teacher, Miss Hancock. She passed on a few years ago. Um, I remember when I was a kid, and anyone that uh, that has known me from that time uh, knows that. I wanted to be president when I was a little kid. I was locked in. You couldn't tell me anything else. I had the fortune to meet uh, Bill Clinton at Birmingham Southern College when I was uh, in elementary school. And from that moment, I'm locked in. I, I'd always wanted to be president. I don't know why. Um, but it just it just seemed like something I wanted to do. Um, I even won a president's award for achievement coming out of middle school. I'm no out of elementary school. So I have like my certificate signed by Bill Clinton, you know, saying you a good ass student. So I always wanted to, I always wanted to be president. And I remember uh, folks would tell me, ah, you know, we ain't never had a black president. You ain't going to be the first one. Miss Hancock used to tell me when I was five years old, she said, and I remember so vividly, we had just finished watching uh, uh, Mr. Rogers. It was right between Mr. Rogers and Barney. Uh, <laughs> we were waking up from our naps. That was at two 30 between two and two 30. And, uh, she was like, uh, Terrence, do you really want to be president like you tell everybody? I was like, yes, ma'am, I want to be president. And she was like, well, if that's what you want to do, that's exactly what you'll do. And if it changes and you want to do something else, that's exactly what you'll do, too. Yeah, I remember that. And I carry that word, like, for real. Like, that woman poured into me before I even know what it was. Just giving me the confidence to not, you know, and, and the reassurance to not worry about what other people have to say. Um, if you want to do something and you you put the work in and, and you're determined to do it, you'll get there. Um, but you got to believe in yourself first. Once you, you believe in yourself first, literally anything's possible. I still believe that to this day. Um, and and I appreciate her for giving me that at five because um, I, I, I kept that. I kept that through. Uh, the rest of my kindergarten year through elementary school, high school, college, graduate school. Miss Hancock, you the realest for that. I want to shout out my second grade teacher, Miss Hardy. Miss Hardy um, used to force me like to write and read um, and speak. I used to have to introduce anytime we had a, a guest in the school, uh, whether it's for you know my class or my grade or not. Miss Hardy throwing me up in front to make me um, introduce this person and saying speeches and doing all this kind of stuff. Um, so Ms. Hardy, uh, you the realist, I appreciate you for forcing me to kind of, you know, walk in a talent um, where a lot of, you know, black kids, you know, the way I grew up, you don't necessarily get encouraged to do that kind of stuff. I really think she was um, really, really important in my life to kind of put me in that space to start thinking and moving like that with that kind of confidence. Um, Miss Shine, who's my PE teacher, uh, she really, you know, gave me my first interest in sports. My first um, sports team, you know, I was, you know, five, six years old. And, you know, you know, she had us out there, you know, playing against other schools, doing a little stuff. So Miss Shine is definitely the reason why I'm in the sports. Um, I, I, I box and do all that kind of stuff, you know, for fitness and everything. And when I catch that jump rope, I'm jump rope, jump roping for heart. I'm doing all the things Miss Shine taught me when I was a little kid. And, uh, it's, it's, it's always nice when I grab that rope and I'm in class, and I start doing those. I think about her. So shout out Miss Shine. Um, Miss King, my fifth grade teacher, she was so fiery. Um, she was probably about as... <laughs> She probably wasn't no taller than this, y'all. And I'm sitting down, like, no couch. She was probably about this tall. But she was so fiery. 
um, and enthusiastic. She used to take my yo-yos, and um, for for my for my old heads, y'all know yo-yos had a moment, like with the brains, and they was like lighting up, and you could do all the tricks. That was a moment. And she used to take my yo-yo. She was she was tough, um, you know. But she believed so deeply in me. I I, I always felt like she had my back. Um, it's Hunter Hill, sixth grade. Um, <laughs> she used to. She was just funny. Like she was just she was she was a, when I realized like teachers don't have to be like stiff and strict. Like she was just a vibe. She was so cool. Um, so shout out Miss Hunter Hill. Um, Miss Lotta, my tenth grade geometry teacher. Uh, ain't nobody like Miss Lotta for real. You know, because I mean she was. I mean she taught math, so it, she wasn't necessarily easy to like. Just on that alone, but I used to give Miss Lotta a hard time. <laughs> I used to love Miss Lotta out, but she was my dog. She really, really took pride um, in me and and in us when we were dealing, you know, with 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 um, you know subject matter and you know trying to get us in and out. And you know, Miss Lotta was cool. She was good in my book, and she she really loved and championed her students. So um, anybody that went to Ramsey, you know, if Miss Lotta flunked you out, I feel for you. She was my dog. She meant the best for us. And I and I got a lot of love for Miss Lotta. Um, Miss Shaw, House of Shaw. I still randomly see Miss Shaw all the time. Miss um, Shaw was my dog. We a lot of us, uh, you know, that that went to my high school got a lot of love for Miss Shaw. Um, when we graduated, we found that her um, kind of uh, social politics was different. I'll say that it's different. Um, <laughs> very conservative. Um, very conservative but um she loved us she poured into us she did the work it always felt genuine um my relationship with miss shaw and being in that class even now i look back on it as an adult really really challenged me to have you know more nuanced thought in the way that i deal with people and relate with you know to and with people who have different um political views than me um i don't always necessarily think those people are evil or bad people some of them are don't get it twisted. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. Um, you know, we are we we learn and we're indoctrinated into the systems that we're in, and you know, some of us are fortunate to have our beliefs challenged, and we're environments that they're challenged, and we're open to having them challenged. Some don't. Um, I like to, you know, for the very least, for what Miss Shaw poured into me, I extend her enough grace uh, to obviously highlight her now, but. You know, it's just a complicated situation, but Miss Shaw is love in my book, always has been. Every time I see you, it's love. Um, every time my mom has seen you in passing, it's love. So it's love, and that's all it is. Miss um, Roundtree, I, I, can, I can just keep going, yeah, I really can. Miss Roundtree, who was uh, one of my teachers in high school, uh, she was, she, she gave me my first job, real talk now, I'm thinking about it. Um, she was just, just had the sweetest most gentle spirit and we used to give her hell too but i got i got a lot of love for miss roundtree um miss roundtree morris um she was the realest she gave me uh, an, a wonderful opportunity that, that kind of showed me a different kind of life a different side of life um and in the restaurant that, that she and her husband own so big shout out to miss roundtree um miss die um Miss <laughs> Dye was one of my heroes for real in high school, y'all. Um, 
she really cared about me. Um, not so much even as a student. Like I, I really believe Miss Doc cared about me as as a person, a young person, a a young black man living in living and growing up in inner city Birmingham, Alabama. She just wanted to see me thrive. She wanted to see all of her students, um, all the kids she came in contact with, just thrive. And I and I just love her for that. Um, it was it was really encouraging and and and, and really powerful that kind of attention and a care that she gave us. Um, Ms. Ross. Ms. Ross saved my life. Um, probably in more ways than I can express. Um, I, I could, I could say so much about her. Uh, easily one of the most impactful people in my life. Um, I, I graduated high school in 2006. And I would call her um, and even go back and visit just to talk to her um, all the way up until she passed in 2014. In fact, um, I was actually headed to uh, my sister's wedding um, in Roanoke, Virginia. And um, I, I stopped through in Birmingham. I was like, let me go holler at Ms. Ross, you know, since I'm here. And I, I went to visit her and. Uh, I talked to her for a good little bit and I was asking her, you know, how long did she have left? You know, how long she's going to stick in here with these kids? And, you know, she, she grabbed my hand and, and squeezed and she was like, she's like, baby, I'm tired. I, th I think this might be uh, my last school year. I think I'm done after this one. I'm just, I'm just tired. Y'all, Ms. Ross passed away like two days later. Like, I literally saw her on a Friday. And she was gone. No, I saw her on a Thursday. And she was gone Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Crazy. Um, but, I mean, I, I look at that as, like, just, I was just so fortunate to be able to see her um, in that last moment so she can see what I was and what I was doing, you know, although we, you know, kept up with each other. And just to 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 love on her and show her that she poured something in my life that I'm coming back, you know, eight years later, you know, just to see her and check in on her. And that's how much she meant to me. So I'm glad I got to have that moment with her. Um, even in college, man, I, I want to shout out two folks. And I, and I, and I promise y'all I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I had the privilege of being taught by Dr. Robin Borlorn and Dr. Brittany Cooper. Um, these two women challenged me in ways that shook my understanding of everything, of my entire existence, of everything that I thought I knew. Um, genuinely, I am a different human because of those women. If you knew me before, and you knew me since I've known them and, and learned from them and studied them, you we, we two different humans, dog. It's two different people. Um, I wouldn't be who I am today in, in so many areas of my life, professionally, academically, just as a human, um, as a as a, just a, a thinking, breathing being, I wouldn't be the same without those two women, especially Robin. Um, Robin has become a really dear friend, uh, a trusted advisor and confidant. Um, I, I I couldn't I couldn't be more fortunate um, to still have her 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 thoughtfulness, her leadership. Um, her, her, her compassion and her knowledge uh, in my life, her stewardship, um, thoughtfulness, patience, 
and care that she's had, she has it with her students. It's just remarkable. And I'm not the only one that says this about her. Whenever she does anything, whenever she posts on social or is being celebrated, her students show up. Like she, like she a goat for real, the goat. Like I'm, I'm so incredibly proud of her and privileged to be taught by her. So Robin, shout out to you, man. You the realest, dog. Even to this day. To this day, you the realest. And shout out Dr. Cooper, man. Um, I think I think Dr. Cooper's just radical. Like she's just she's just radical. She's dope in the stuff that she says, the stuff she does. I'll drop some links so y'all can check out some of their work. Those are two absolutely brilliant women. Um, and I it, it's 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 done everything for me to to be able to have access to them and to learn to have learned from them and be taught by them. Uh I don't know what else I can say, for real. Um, but I, but I, I, you know, I can go on and on. But I, I do want to also, um, man. I just have so many dope women in my life, bro. Like great friends, um, colleagues. I got so many dope women in my life. Um, I, I just want to, you know, show my love and appreciation for y'all. I support y'all. Um, I'm always here for you. Um, and I, and I hope that my actions, uh, over the years have shown and proved that to you guys. Um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all of you. I'm cheerleading you. Um, I'm always there for you. Um, I mean, y'all know what's up. Um, again, I can go on, but I, I'm, I'm a challenge everyone that's listening here. Um, before the month is out and even beyond March and, and women's history month, take some time in the next couple days to show your love and your appreciation for those women whose care and love and knowledge and patience and wisdom have shaped and, and guided your lives. Um, text them, call them, you know, post them, do, it, do whatever. Just, you know, give them their flowers. Let them know. Let them know they're appreciated. Let them know they poured into you um, and, and pour back into them. Um, you know, support those who support you, love on those who love you, um, and be there for the people that have been there for you and let them know. Sometimes we, we, we get so wrapped up in what's going on in our own lives. We forget to kind of give folks their flowers and acknowledgement. And we think they just know we care about them and they, they mean a lot to us. Take the time, go do it. Um, like I said, that whole situation with Ms. Ross, I'm so glad I made that decision. Um, you know, knowing what happened a couple days later, but Take that time, show them you love them, show them you appreciate for what, you know, appreciate them for what they've done for you and what they do for others. Um, that little encouragement goes a long way for folks. So I challenge all y'all to give the women in your lives, professional lives and personal lives, their flowers um, before the end of this month and continue to do it, you know, in perpetuity. That's all I got for y'all today. Um, you know, uh, again, I would I would love for you guys to, to share some of these folks, uh, some of these these women um, in your lives. And, you know, you know, I, I just and I'd like to hear your guys thoughts, too, on, you know, the Lamar Jackson situation on, you know, curating, you know, your inner circles. Um, and I want to encourage y'all to, to tap in with the women's final four, you know, as you kind of have your final four weekends with the men's tournament, check in with the women. There's going to be some awesome games. I think it's really a, a, a unique 
um, opportunity for women's basketball, and I'm gonna be in the building. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all see me on TV, screenshot it, let me know. I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be in there cutting up too. So y'all already know what the time it is, man. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Um, however you may be listening, like subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you're following. Um, however you're listening, um, you know, if you're not watching on YouTube, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, whatever the case it is. Um, link up with me on IG and TikTok. It's Big Merck, B-I-G-G dot M-E-R-K. It's the same on all platforms. Um, yeah. And until next time, uh, I mean, y'all know, pull up, stay up and get lit. We got gotcha. Y'all be cool. Uh, back at it, another crack at it I'm a fiend for it like a crack addict This is mathematics, try and match it or add it The mad addict, far from average, a savage Call me Luca from Atlanta to Dallas, I'm a maverick First 